0: But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York.
1: Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air?
2: For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Gojo with Mike Gola Jr. That is me. With me, as always, steaming Brandon Newman,
3: super producer extraordinaire. Brandon, what's going on? Feeling good, Mike. we got some content coming y'all's way. Uh, we Mike, Mike and I participated in a little combine competition before we got up here, so that I'm is excited. true. We are rolling into this podcast totally sweaty.
0: Yes, very, we do. Very wet. We do have a great show. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, review five star rating. Check out the DraftKings YouTube channel, where you will be able to see us going through. We're live out here at Radio Row. Yes, our last day, our last pod out here,
3: Sad. Super Bowl Fifty Seven. It's been a whole. It's been a hell of a week. Uh, it's been a hell of a week. Our, our first week here, I think it was a, a good. Uh, day of shows uh, we definitely want to end on a high note That's what we're doing right now
0: we are we're doing it right now you can hear it in our voices you can see it on our person covered in sweat we went up to the nfl fan experience and you and i went head to head we did the 40 we did a kicking contest we did a little scramble drill yes um all in shoes that do not support that yes. the most messed up part is when we got up there the guy who was Going to tell us and give us the whistle to go for the forty-yard
3: dash. Okay, well let me let's set this up. We did a kicking competition, right? Then we did the scramble, uh, drill. scramble drill, quarterback, and then the the 40 was going to be the tiebreaker it
0: was going to be the tiebreaker yes and so this guy comes up to us right before the 40 and goes i just want to let you guys know last year we had ben roethlisberger's kids camp here and it was a kids and dads camp for father's day and at the very end we had the fathers all run a 40 yard dash and a man fractured his femur so no heroes out here all right boys Put the fear of God in us. I'm sitting there like, all right, so you're telling me we're diving into the pool where there was a shark attack last year, (laughs) but I'm supposed to Uh, swim like everything's fine. What the hell happened to the last security guards? Oh, my God. (laughs) top flight security (laughs) of the world, Craig. So that was, we won't spoil it, but uh, that was definitely a factor in the outcome. So we got uh, that coming up today. We have a great show here. Few guests rolling through here today. We are going to do a little combo show. We're doing a, we're going to do a home and home. Instead, we decided to just collaborate. Brother from another, Michael Holly, Michael Smith, two guys you know very well working on that show this past year uh, that we've both had on the podcast before. We're going to go and do a lot of the NBA talk with them. The middle of the night on Thursday, or on Wednesday night, excuse me, me, of Super Bowl week, uh, the Suns reportedly trading for Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook getting moved from the Lakers. We have so much to get into with those Man. guys. Very excited to get there with that. We have got Carmen Vitali, our good friend and NFC North uh, for reporter for the uh, excuse me, NFC North reporter for Fox Sports. Does yes. a great job writing and covering the NFC North. Also worked for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beforehand about the Super Bowl, and then Willie Colon former Steeler and Jet offensive lineman Super Bowl champion host of the Morning Men on Sirius XM he's going to stop by and uh, relive the glory days here man it's always i think it's always cool you know i do this a little bit as a loser, when we are around the national championship time, yes. you just kind of relive the week a little bit because it's a special time. Super Bowl week is that on steroids, and so for a guy like Willie who went to one and lost, went to one and won, and has been over that mountaintop, the process of this week is always fascinating to me from a player standpoint because that's the stuff we don't get to see from the
3: outside world. Stories on stories is why you listen to podcasts and this type of perspective that can only come from somebody who did it. So I'm, I'm so glad that Willie uh, joined us as well. Exactly. So we're gonna take a
0: quick break. When we come back, we are gonna roll out all of these fine guests for you guys in just a minute all right everybody we are back uh gojo live from super bowl 57 radio row michael jr brandon newman and welcoming our dear friend, Carmen Vitale, NFC North writer
4: for Fox Sports. Carmen, how you doing? I'm doing wonderfully. Thank you so much for having me. This is fun. I don't I haven't been with both of you at the same time. I know. Oh, yeah. I don't think like ever. No, this is
0: this. I mean, we haven't really been with each other at the same time since.
3: All-Star weekend for Major League Baseball. So
0: this true is wonderful. That's true.
4: Oh, yes. I did meet you guys together. That's right. You introduced me to Brandon at the at the house at, over, and, over at Draft. D-
3: during the draft in, in Vegas yes. At, yes. The, at the Draft Network. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I know.
4: Coming the fever for, dream that that was for me. Coming
0: very full circle. Yeah, I have to say, the, fir- the first season covering the NFC North this yeah. year at Fox,
4: how to go overall. I mean. Pretty exciting stuff in general outside mm. of the ending for Minnesota. You know? Well, honestly, I think it was a lot more competitive and a lot more fun than a lot of people were going to give it credit for, at least you know to start the season. Because that Week 18 game, I was there at Lambeau Field for the Lions-Packers. Lions knew they were out, and the pa- and just go out and punch the Packers in the mouth. Oh. And I'm like, this makes me like the Lions. I, I had already kind of fallen in love with them. But now I was like, no, I'm all I'm all in. Like, these guys are going to be terrorists in this It's in hard. This <laughs> It really is hard not to love that, like, rogue little battalion they built up there. Right. But you guys do
0: have the variety as the spice of life, most notably and newly, the Minnesota Vikings, who were
4: the head of that division yeah. but crumbled at the end. Brian Flores, pretty incredible hired defensive yes. coordinator. So excited about Very that. Very excited. Like, you have Daniil Hunter and Zedarius Smith on either side of your defensive line, and you're not getting to the quarterback. Like, there's no excuse for that. Brian Flores is is not going to take that and he's I mean his system is just so aggressive yeah and I am so excited to see what he can do with the pieces that they have they do need to be do a little retooling kind of in that defensive backfield especially um but we'll see if Patrick Peterson remains a Viking because he could be a cap casualty unfortunately as much as I love him But, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see what they can do. I think they're closer than a lot of people realize. That team culture there is awesome, and it's palpable. One, I think
0: for we always see coaches with their specialty on the opposite side of the ball, what you do and the higher you make coordinator, that side of the ball, you're really putting a lot of faith in them on. Brian Flores, a guy who was a head coach not too long ago mm-hmm. to also have him in the building. It seems like there's a lot of levels to that for Kevin O'Connell that make it a really smart hire at this really critical juncture. You showed incredibly well in year one. You guys were able to win in all of the margins. Now, you build this more complete team on both sides of the ball, and who knows? I mean, how much longer Aaron? Do you have any read of Aaron Rodgers okay, coming out of his vision
4: quest uh, where he no, might wind he's, up? He's, he's still in it, I think. Four has, days has, of darkness? Yeah, four days of darkness completely alone. I mean, where do I sign up? But anyway, I, <laughs> I do think that he's, I mean, he said he's going to have some clarity after that. And I would hope so. I mean, if you're left alone with your thoughts for that long, okay. Uh, Okay, you,
3: you have clarity, but we have muck because we're <laughs> deep in it. So where do you think he comes out and, and chooses? Like, Where is the ayahuasca gods going to point his arrow?
4: I mean, aren't they super, they're super unpredictable, right? I mean, yeah, I, yeah. you know, I, I have no idea. Uh, I don't think anybody does, but I do think that this conversation is more valid than it has been in years past of him True. actually leaving the nest, leaving Green Bay. I do feel like, is, you know, from watching his press conferences and being there and asking him some questions, he keeps talking, he kept talking about how young this team is, and it is. And they have a lot of growing to do still, and other than his guys, of course, that he brought in. right? But I think he almost feels like maybe this team is passing him by a little bit. And just kind of, you know, he did end up connecting with the new guys, the new receivers, all that kind of stuff, kind of later in the year. But, I mean, this is a team that's kind of on an upward, longer-term trajectory, and if he wants to win soon or if he wants to maybe be a little bit more validated, I think that that would kind of cause him to seek elsewhere.
0: That's the weird part of the fascination with the Las Vegas Raiders that some people have brought up for me is Mm. that does not feel like a team that's close to the places Aaron Rodgers wants to be where he said, there's no reason to keep playing the game if you don't have a chance for the ultimate prize and between where that roster is overall and what division they're in for the Las Vegas Raiders. It seems like for Aaron, it's either going to be the Jets or that option of retirement that sits out there yeah. in the ether.
4: Yeah, they were all taking it for granted too, that he's not going to retire.
0: Right. Oh, well, I mean, that's another mean, he, he, he was 50-50 going into last year. Right? He was a guy who said he talked seriously about
4: it. And the number one thing
0: you've heard from any pro is the minute you start thinking about your retirement, you're right. retired. I was going to say, but
3: everybody says that. I, I think he started having some fun near the end of the year, right? We all got a chance to see that. So, staying in the NFC North, looking at those quarterbacks, assuming that Aaron Rodgers stays, can we do a little quick quarterback ranking? Ooh, one NFC North? NFC North NFC quarterbacks? North.
0: Well, I mean, if Aaron Rodgers stays, that's your clear number one. Clear number one, yeah. Purely quarterback
4: play. Okay, that's going to be, right. it has I was going to suggest
3: fields, but okay. Wow! Or Kirk, Kirk, Kirk Wait, Cousins. talk to
4: me more about being I, a I, I Justin know. Fields I just, advocate. Like, I, come on, I, give it I, to me.
3: Obviously, the Browns as bad as they were intentionally last year, and what Justin Fields was still able to do, I feel like he was the best quarterback in that draft, and he's going to continue to show it.
4: Wow. I know. I think if he came out this year, like all this, all this speculation about oh. the Bears trading him away and taking Insanity. Bryce Young, I'm like, it's always... like stick with the devil you know. Yeah. You know exactly what he can do. You know exactly what he can do. You're starting to build the system around him anyway. Why would you trade him in for an unknown?
0: It just it feels like another one of those situations where a lot of people look at the front office and say well if he's not their guy do they want to start over yeah. with a clean slate with the guy they brought? When objectively to the point Brandon brought up, if you were to scout him relative to this class, he'd be one of the top quarterbacks based on what we saw from him. Right. He was in a situation where we know he was not put in su- position to succeed right. in year one so so I would have Aaron Rodgers at number 1. I think right now I'd have Kirk Cousins pretty firmly at number 2 also.
4: There's a, listen, there's some Kirk Cousins eraser going on right yes. now because I'm I'm a big fan of Kirk and I think he he talked about it this season so many times where he feels supported finally. And while the Vikings still ended up pulling a Vikings and like you know, losing in spectacular fashion to the Giants the first round of the playoffs. The issues that they're having are different issues than they had before. Kirk didn't lose them games. Kirk showed up in big-time games, actually, oh, yeah. and he had his, I think, second-best season yeah. of his career, and he talks about how it's really that locker room culture and how supported he feels now and how comfortable he is with Kevin O'Connell. I just talked to Jake Glazer over at Fox Sports, my uh, my company, my coworker. Yeah. He was brought in in the off-season by Kevin O'Connell, and he did a whole mental health talk with the team and kind of galvanized them wow. all together. He said Kevin O'Connell cried in front of the team and wow. just kind of got the buy-in of everyone, and that, that manifests itself pretty, like, obviously in Kirk. Yeah, I think you definitely
0: saw that and Kirk Cousins is always going to be a polarizing figure because he's the one that played the game at the bank the best. He's a guy that bet on himself and pushed the system in a way that has him contractually and salary wise at a place with quarterbacks that he's certainly not the peer of but inside this division. He can be really good for a team. He can be kind of in the way that we talk about Dak Prescott on his best day, you Mm -hmm. can have Kirk Cousins flirting with that top 10 range you do worry about some of the postseason stuff, some of the big game stuff. In general but you're right that he silenced a lot of those doubters. Jared Goff, another guy that, Mm -hmm. to me... Like in the right situation. Jared Goff can be a very good quarterback like we saw this year, but with him versus Justin Fields in that 3-4 slot, I think it's what flavor of ice cream you like. Mm -hmm. The Justin Fields upside of, all right, you've got this incredible athlete that can get you out of a bind Mm -hmm. and a guy that we think can continue to develop into a passer at this level might be worth more to you upside-wise than Jared Goff who can come in there and steer the ship.
4: Yeah, I'm really kind of a fan of them keeping Jared Goff for this next year while also still drafting a quarterback. Oh, okay. because I think we see this time and time again and I don't know I mean I know that the league is such an instantly gratifying you want a return on your investment immediately type league. Yeah. But if you can afford to let your quarterback sit behind somebody else for a year, I mean Patrick Mahomes is a poster child for yeah. this. And how much better off they are in the long run when they do eventually come in. So I would love for them to keep Jared Goff because he does know how to run that offense and get the most out of it. And then maybe, you know, draft a guy. I know there's a lot of talk about Will Levis being a Dan Campbell kind of guy. Uh, And I think Will Levis especially would be yeah. Fantastic. He was able to kind of sit behind Goff for a little while and then come in when he's ready and develop. I think Brock
3: Purdy has done something, and Jalen Hurts for that matter, of the value of all the quarterbacks not taken in the first round. Like mm-hmm. you can if you can get one of those guys and build around them, then your roster is set to spend money elsewhere. It,
0: exactly. It,
3: it's tough to think about like that too, because those guys, even going all
0: the way back to Russell Wilson, who's obviously been in the headlines a bunch lately. You strike gold on a guy outside of the first round, and it created that window where the Seahawks drafted so well. Late. You're able to build that into teams that go to two and win one in the Super Bowl. Uh, Carmen, looking at this Super Bowl, Mm We've had a lot of time to all sit around and digest the takes, all the normal storylines of the Kelsey Bowl and yeah, this yep. Eagles offensive line sure. here. What actually has you the most interested about this matchup in the Super Bowl Sunday?
4: Well, I think that it's very uh, fitting that I'm between two linemen yes. because I think this all comes down to the trenches. It has to. Yes. I was at Eagles availability yesterday. Um, I actually did a feature on Indomitian Sue because this is his third team in a row that he's chosen to go to that has gone to a Super Bowl. Wow. wow. So wow. I want I wanted to know, I'm like, what, like how do you evaluate teams? Yeah. But then in that process, I'm learning a lot about Philly's D-line, and I talked to Linval Joseph, I talked to Brandon Graham, I talked to guys all along that line, and then I talked to their coach. And just the way that they have such a deep rotation, that was something that was not only prioritized by Nick Sirianni and his staff, but by Howie Roseman. Mm. And it was on both sides of the trenches. I mean, you look at the offensive line, that's like three potential Hall of Famers on that thing. Oh yeah. And so the Eagles are so stacked and they I just love seeing when teams prioritize and then see success. Like you yeah. prioritize the lines and look at you, you're in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Who would have thought? I, I mean probably everyone who actually (laughs) knows it.
0: That was the one thing that I feel like we kind of took away from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl Absolutely, that you know well as someone who worked for that organization for a long time. That was a game where we all bet so overwhelmingly on the quarterback and then remembered that line play exists in these other places and the rest is history. Although now I will say for Kansas City, their offensive line, probably the under-talked-about part of this, this ain't that line. This is a very, very good group, especially among pass protectors. Yes,
4: absolutely that. And I mean, I, I Creed Humphrey at center.
0: Oh. Big country. He is, he country. is country as hell. Yeah. You Be- look at that guy and it's like Oklahoma.
4: <laughs> oh, I got to talk to him about Kansas City Barbecue at oh, opening nice. night. I like I, I defer all of my food takes to either offensive or defensive lineman. Right. Just because y'all Red know ice. how to eat. Yeah. You always do. So he he he, had, he had a whole list of all these favorite places in Kansas City, and I can't name them all because I don't I don't know them that well. But then he was like going through all the dishes. He's like, well, I like the burnt ends here, and I like the brisket Ooh. here. And like, when I'm like, mm. you have spent some time on this, my friend. Yeah, no, I was going to say, that's a body by brisket. <laughs> which well, it just worked out very well to listen everybody. Listen, if you want to be the change you
0: see on the line, <laughs> oh, you can build man. that thing through brisket. Layer it up there. It stacks really well. <laughs> oh, <man.
4: laughs> but you're right. This line is not the same as the one that the Bucks face. I mean, they both starting tackles were out for that game. So you're going to have to figure out still how to get pre- with four, and if anybody can do it, the Eagles can, because you're going to need a bunch of those backfield guys to count for the fact that Patrick Mahomes can extend plays five, six, seven seconds, and well, you have to cover.
3: Well, this is our Friday episode, so do you have a pick for this game, the big game?
4: I hate having to get due production. I <sighs> know. Okay. 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 We hate having to a ask you. Yeah. I know. It's such a futile effort. <laughs> um, I am actually going to take the Eagles, though. I'm going to take the Eagles. Okay. And I, it's not because, I mean, and part of that is maybe, you know, we're all tired of Kansas City just being good. Like, we know so, they're good. So are,
0: are, are you in that camp? Because I think we're getting to the Golden State Warriors point with them.
4: Yes, absolutely.
0: And I wonder how many people are going to start to make that turn <laughs> where it's, all right, you know what? The Patrick Mahomes stuff was kind of cute for a while, like the Steph Curry chewing on the mouthpiece stuff was cute for a while. <laughs> then he throws it one too many times, and all of a sudden it's like, all right, this ain't so sweet. Clay Thompson's not that good at celebrating when things go well, on and on down the list. Have you kind of gotten there, then, with this Chiefs Yeah,
4: team? I mean, I think so. And I don't think it's right, though, that I've gotten there. No, sure, I and especially, agree. especially this year, though, <laughs> Like you, you get rid of Tyreek Hill, and you can still That's account for that. I mean, that is a testament to Andy Reid's coaching. That's a testament to Patrick Mahomes being able to command this offense as well. Um, and figure out and elevate the guys around him. I mean, that was a huge storyline in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, not being able to elevate the guys around him. And now you see Patrick Mahomes doing that. Yeah. So I I don't want to say that I'm, like, tired of the Chiefs being good. I because just, I, it's it's cool to see, but I also my family's also from Philly, so I think oh, like if God. I'm going oh, on okay. the record, pick. Go. I got
3: you.
0: I got I you. can't.
4: I I would I be getting like really stern texts from my Godfather. Like, excuse me. A
0: Godfather from Philadelphia is also <laughs> Ooh, not just in general terrifying. the combination of words I want to accept.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nope. Not at all. I
0: An
4: watched, Italian Godfather yeah. from oh, yeah, no. Philadelphia.
3: <laughs> I've watched enough <laughs> the, the Holy
4: Trinity. Yeah. The I've watched enough Abbott
3: <laughs> Elementary and uh, Meek Mill's documentaries to know I don't want those problems. Um, That's true. Yeah, but I I feel like the team looks so different every time. I know Patrick Mahomes is the face, but everything around the team for the Chiefs, it makes me fall in love with them all over again. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. I think for me it's just the Andy Reid shirts.
3: Okay. as much as anything that. else. Just the Andy Reid <laughs> shirts like, and the the look, the
0: look in his eyes when Charles McDonald from Yahoo asked him about a macaroni and cheese recipe. Yeah. He has become America's football dad, and that's a really hard person to pick against, even though I technically am in this game. Uh, oh, you're picking yeah,
4: Eagles, too. Ter-
0: terrified of what him and Mahomes can conjure up on the other side. But yeah. uh, it's going to be wild, Carmen. I hope you've uh, had a good week out here. Yeah. We're getting towards the finish line. Are you excited for this to be done? Are you ready for your own trip to the four-day darkness after this?
4: <laughs> no, honestly, this is so much fun. And it's just, I mean, like, even just coming here and I getting to be with both of you, doing this show and then walking around. I mean, I ran into like three of my Bucks guys. Just like you just get to run into people so much and I love those kinds of situations and there's not enough of them especially, yeah. you know, in the off season and stuff like that. So I appreciate that time. But yeah, I mean, you can hear my voice is probably already going
3: we're yeah
4: i'm not going to speak for the next week oh (laughs) i'm just going to just sit there in silence maybe not a
0: darkness retreat but all of sports media will be going on a silent (laughs) retreat after super bowl week is over yes time to hit the pen and the pad carmen thank you so much as always we appreciate
4: you bud thank you guys so much for having me thank you
0: And remember to check out Jägermeister at www.draftkingsxjägermeister.com. Remember, drink responsibly. Jägermeister liqueur, 35% alcohol by volume, imported by Mast Jägermeister U.S., White Plains, New York.
5: I'm getting a little bit older. I just love the competition now that we can be in the same conference, and, and I welcome all that. You know, get to see him a little bit more, probably playing against Phoenix a lot more, and... Um, That's what I'm looking forward to everything else in in between. uh, I just am glad that uh, he got out of
1: there That's what they said about brother Brandon Newman uh, when he left brother from another Glad he got out of there Glad he got up out Water of there. Got, got, got away from Mike Smith. Um, oh my a, a sh- not a stranger um, to this here family. Brandon Newman, uh, Willie Beeman jersey that did came dressed mm. for the occasion. Oh, Good man. to see you, and you alongside like Mike Golick Jr. together. They do the Gojo Pod with Mike Golick Jr. Uh, courtesy of DraftKings. Great podcast. I've been a guest on it before. Good to see you both. How y'all
0: doing, fellas? We're doing good. It's good to see you guys. I said we've had you both on the podcast before, so now we get to
3: combine forces, do it in person. It's good stuff. Yes, yes. Yes. Togetherness. Like Voltron, coming together like Voltron. That Mm -hmm. way, only a few of us have to talk at a time. You know what I'm saying? We're smart (laughs) business people as well. We want to make sure... We're equitable with our time. Oh, that's yeah. smart. That's smart. Yeah. How, how about the audacity of that clip coming <laughs> in? Can we just go back there? How about, this dude said, I'm glad he got out. Oh, like, how got, did he get got out? out of the situation I got that I helped create? You created it. Okay. <laughs> are we, are are we it. done blaming Kyrie Irving finally now that KD's out of there too?
1: I think they all deserve some of the blame. Okay. I mean, I, like, Kyrie's not blameless.
0: No. No, like that is like saying, oh, I'm glad you got out of that house I lit on fire. Yeah, right, I'm right, glad to see you made out, right. it out safe. Oh no,
1: man, that, 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 <laughs> it's a, that I, culture, that dysfunctional culture that we, that we, we built, look, glad look you around got, you. Glad you None of this
0: was here before we got here. We created this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, I mean, I, I don't know. It's nuts to think about at this point. And for Brooklyn now, like, how are you ever supposed to convince people that you're capable of doing this again. I don't think they do this again. I think I
1: think listen, what is this? No, I, I don't think they I don't think they go out and try to do the superstar big 3 team-up thing again. I think the draft picks they got from Phoenix, that's the only way they're gonna build this team. They said they're it's Spencer Dinwiddie's
0: team again, damn
3: it. It, 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 yeah. it, is, it is a
1: draft <laughs> choice organization moving forward. But
3: what's amazing is that they've done it twice. It's remarkable. Yeah. They've done it twice. What was more two disastrous? Two Paul Pierce, two different wow, ownership Durant, groups. But Durant, different group. right. What was but more disastrous? Two different, different ownership was. groups, yeah. two different basketball ops groups, yeah. and they both said, you know what? I think we'll just mortgage everything right. for this. Meanwhile, the Knicks are like, <laughs> hey, hey. Man. I, I saw a shout,
0: shout out to my guy, Bailey Carlin, memed it and put the banner up. Beat the Knicks nine times in the Nets rafters because that's about play. all they got.
1: This dude has ju- he, he has clowned me for the last several years. Oh my God, I love About it. how? But what, what is it? More trade requests than more series trade requests than series wins. You couldn't have told me they would play. <laughs> okay. the, you could okay. not have told me they would play the equivalent of what used to be an NFL season together. I'm talking they
3: about play, Harden, Durant, and and Kyler, Gary, sixteen
1: games. But they 16 you couldn't have told me that. Together.
3: But isn't it? Don't they have a bad franchise? Don't bad franchises exist? Like let's not act like the Nets weren't who hey, the Nets stop. were. See, yeah, what I'm getting him. here, what I'm getting See? here, what I'm what? getting here is like, okay, let me just call you out. Brandon. <laughs> Let me just call you out.
0: Please.
3: You're making excuses. Like what I hear is like a bubble of excuses. You're just trying to put them in a bubble and blaming everybody else. It's a bad franchise. It's the environment. It's my mama and daddy. No. No. No, it's not. It's them. Blame them. Go ahead say it. Say it. Well, I, I, I didn't agree with James Harden joining the group. I did not. I think that, that really just took that, that like, him up. That threw him off. It was hard. They should have just focused on, you know, the Slim Reaper and, you know, Kyrie, one of the best dribblers, uh, performers that we've ever seen. I'm excited for him to go to the Mavericks because I think he's going to continue to extend his value and then get that I big contract you. somewhere else. Hopefully with the I Lakers. I miss you.
0: I mean, hopefully <laughs> with the Lakers. I miss you
3: so much. You. Do, do, do you hear the
0: delusion here? This is, I think, where it all stems from. If we're going to, like, psychoanalyze yeah. this, it's him. <laughs> (laughs) I'm hoping that Kyrie (laughs) Irving can continue to play down his value enough to where the Lakers can get him for a bargain by the time that LeBron is trying to re-up here. That seems like where all roads lead to is you just
3: want to make this more convenient for you on the back end. Listen, I've been very critical of Rob Palenka and Jenny Bust, the whole front office over there. They just traded a Pat Beverly for a Bobo. I think they're doing something (laughs) over there. I think they're doing
1: something. Yeah. No, (laughs) listen. So Mo Bamba, Pat Bev gone. They got rid of Russ finally. Yes. The Russell Westbrook. Error, not error, error is finally over. Uh, but we got all these jokes, we get all these jokes off. Yeah, it's fine. How about the Suns, though? Ooh, we say, say all you want about, about whether KD can build a franchise. CP3, they, they got KD without giving up much of anything.
0: I did a hit with uh, Altitude Sports over there. The Denver folks yeah. shook right now. Yeah. the fo- Who have been sitting there in the one seat Thinking all year it was their long. Year. Yeah. Jamal yeah. Murray finally ha- yeah. staying healthy for long enough. They've got this core. They think it's theirs. And people are legitimately shook. A Suns team that we know already has a finals of appearance in recent memory. Yeah. Now, added, the biggest concern for me with them is injury. Yeah. Chris Paul, who's been chronically Always. injured down the stretch Durant, of the season. Yeah. KD's coming off it right, right. now. It's They look King, great on paper, Yes,
1: but is that the only place we're gonna see them is on paper?
0: I mean, Kevin Durant's had a lot of look great on paper in his yeah. career outside of Golden State. So I just, that's my big concern with them. But my God, yeah. the scoring on that team.
3: Yeah, And Monty Williams is still that dude. Like I yeah. think Tibbs stole that Coach of the Year uh, title from him and I don't know what the pieces have, but the West is wide open. Oh, you think it's, not, you think it's wide still? open? I think it's, yes, this is. I mean, it the, feels like it's theirs to win now. The top I'm is talking. solidified, but th- that muddy water in the middle, I think this is going to clarify things a little the bit. The reason I, I don't, I'm not gonna say it's theirs to win is because the trade happened in February, right. okay? If they had, to all, if, if we're talking all training camp, yeah, maybe. Okay. But they're, they're I still mean, so Ke- the Kevin the Durant's time.
0: kind of an easy guy. I feel like though to integrate in an offense because when in doubt, it's like, hey, that guy can go get a bucket. He, can get he in, is. Like, he's and, he's and when you get to the postseason, you just need bucket getters at right. certain but, junctions. But okay, how
3: does that affect? How does that affect uh, Devin Booker?
0: well i mean listen kd's still an off-ball guy like i know understand Devin booker kind of in the same boat but i think you've got guys even in a positionless basketball world that do all fit on the court together and it's just that understanding the thing they're going to have to work through now is all the normal end of game stuff that we talk about where hey Devin booker might have been used to being the guy that can pop up shots or try and go get it down the stretch you got to understand that you're not like we've been on this thing where Devin booker's been right on the cusp of being a superstar that postseason run there's levels to this. It's KD's world yeah. now on that team, and there's yeah. got to be that
1: recognition. Meanwhile, y'all got D'Angelo Russell, so it's all good. You know, you, 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 you got, got like him. Y'all may make the play-in tournament. I, I love no, wait, oh, no, 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 it's I better like than
3: it. that. It's better than it, that. It, it, it can be. It has the potential to be better than that. Oh, you don't think so? But you I just, don't, I just don't think that <laughs> Kevin Durant is— Escalating his teammates, like we haven't seen him mm-hmm. do that in the mm-hmm. way, like obviously LeBron so used to do that. This the problem. Back
1: the problem is he was over there in the in the waiting area talking to Natalie. I, I so <laughs> she the, your, pred, your 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 successor, we should say. Yes, yes. We what? almost out of time with you guys. Just listen, man. So proud of you. Good to see you. Appreciate we appreciate it. all you did you. to 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 get this show. Where it is, uh, wherever that is, you hey, got us here. Hey, <laughs> you thank know, you. like so. Thank you for the it. hours that you poured into this show. But would love to just know how you guys are doing, man. How's it coming? Y'all chemistry is not a question. Y'all go back to Notre Dame. How's the podcast coming? How are you guys getting along? Because we, you know, we like to think of y'all as a as a, as a cooler, younger, better-looking version than us.
0: I think we're just a heavier version of you guys, like sheer mass. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's uh, after this week, it's anybody's guess. But yeah. no, it's been great. I mean, getting to be out here in person this week, also, and get to hang around with each other, it, it feels like we're back in that locker room mode over there in the bunker. It's been an awesome week here and. We're excited, man, to get to tap back in and learn who we are professionally right now. I know Brandon Newman in a lot of ways, but coworker has been a new one we got to yeah, add to the list right, this year. Right. So we're trying to just get like you guys and make the relationship keep working.
3: Yeah, it's been whiplash for me. The last time I was here, this time last year, I was with the show with Brother From Another wow. and got a chance to meet with Mike and, and this opportunity happened. And I, I we're still in the year one. We got a lot of learning to do, but it's been fun growing with him and getting those reps in. And at this point in time... I know who I am, and I know I'm not, and I'm trying to stick in my lane. There you oh, go, man. Yeah. That's good stuff, oh, there you go. And we only fought once this week. Yeah. Oh, what was that over? What was it over? Real quick. Oh, Brandon
0: on. Brandon was too good for the media food at NFL opening night. He said the tacos in the buffet line had been picked over and were out in the air, so he made me take him to Culver's after instead. Oh, hi, he, man. He had, a, he
3: had an attitude because he had to drive me somewhere when he was already giving me a ride. I, I, felt, I felt like, I don't know, I was, I was befuddled, honestly. You so were hungry. hungry. You were hungry. hungry yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like, <laughs> that, that's, that's just, listen, right? it's, like, it's like
1: old people watching a young couple. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, we know what that's guys, like. You guys will get through it, oh, don't worry. Oh, we know what that's like. Yeah. Work through yeah. it. Keep praying. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah. We have that praise together, stays together.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Appreciate you, fellas. Thank
3: you, Thank you, guys. I love you, man. Appreciate you. it. Thank you.
0: all right man sometimes good things just happen to good people and we got the man the myth the legend walks onto the set here willie cologne super bowl champ i appreciate it Thank how you guys. doing man you yeah. walked up here without the ring
5: i did man it's, it, i was telling you uh behind the curtain i men get overloaded right so in the process <laughs> of trying to make it out here my wife was like make sure you turn on an alarm you make sure to get there's no gas on in the house make sure you got xyz456 and then last thing i left was my Bowl ring so um, p- some people call it uh, small preparation, uh, bad preparation, but it's really, uh, you know, just me just being overloaded.
3: There you go. I hey, listen. A lot on your plate, like you said. Yeah, it's yep. a lot to have. Did you bring the rolling knife stoli? I did. I didn't forget going, okay. the roll. I still got the roll. Okay. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. There
0: we go. So something's still shining on the wrist right there. Man, it's a lot of egos out here. It's
5: a lot of egos. <laughs> oh <laughs> <lot of> <laughs> hey. So you
0: gotta you gotta look a part of
5: when you walk yeah. in the middle of your road. Guys, yeah. make
0: sure you check out Willie, co-host of the Morning Man on Sirius XM Channel 82. And again, we say former Super Bowl champion. I, I'm always fascinated because this week and really the week before have so many things yeah. that are atypical for a football mm-hmm. season. Like, how difficult was that when you were trying to get ready for a game the way you always have in a place that is anything but you know your home, where you're used to doing all this prep?
5: Yeah, you know, I was fortunate to be a part of two Super Bowls, one one lost one, but the one, I obviously, won in Tampa when we won against the Cardinals. Um, that week was, it was just tedious because as much as you try to make it a normal work week, it really isn't because your family's here, right? So your family's here, they want to go kick it, they want to go eat, they want to go do all the things you can't do. And on top of that, you know, you try to get as much as the tickets and all that stuff set aside like, hey, this is what, I need y'all to handle this before we get down there. And it's still never enough. There's always one or two cousins that want to show up at the last minute. A teacher who you know gave you an A when you shouldn't have got an A. So you gotta you gotta take care of them. You know what I mean? So it's it's always a lot of back a lot of you know kind of back challenge stuff. But it's a, you try to make it normal, but it's tough because really you know from a mental standpoint, today is the day as of as of Thursday, uh, which is today, where you start like man, I'm about to play in the Super Bowl. It starts kinda, that starts mm-hmm. to get real now. Yeah, you start to feel it. And I can remember Friday got real, and then Saturday. They, you know, we had our normal team meeting, and then after that, they was like, everybody pack up, we're going to an undisclosed location, like on some, like, secret ops. Ooh, wow. And we went to a, a totally, so we were in one hotel, to get, you know, our hotel. They loaded us in a bus, everybody, and we went off-site somewhere. And then we kind of had our team meetings. Mm-hmm. And I can remember, and I tell this story all the time, when we all got on that bus to go to our secret location, um, it was like a cold dryness in the air. Like, everybody kind of had just locked in, like, it was almost like we were, you know, you never try to equate it to war. And I don't want to be dismissive, but it's like, all right, this is it. This yes. is yeah. this is why we're here. Game like card, all the nonsense, real. all the this, this is why yeah. we're here. And I remember on that on that bus ride, it was quiet. It was seven o'clock at night when we were moving, wow. and the bus was quiet. And so it was almost it had that game time of feel. Yeah. And I can remember looking around the bus, and nobody was joking, nobody was laughing. Everybody was just in the dark in this bus. Ooh. And no one had to, like, say anything no. to tell anyone
0: to lock in. It was just, it just
5: that understood. Exactly.
3: Exactly. And well, so that, well, that team had, had a lot of people on that team have gone to a Super Bowl at that point in time, too. Yeah. Right,
5: at that point. Yeah. So it, it was Ben's second Super Bowl, Heinz' second Super Bowl, um, obviously my first. And, you know, for a lot of those guys, they already kind of knew what to expect. Me being, you know, a first-timer, I didn't know what to expect, but I knew I only had one opportunity yet. You know, because how many guys have you we've played with and they're like, man, we don't we've never seen the playoffs. So if we've never even seen a conference championship, these guys have been there and their body demeanor and how they're walking around the building that night was just different.
0: And Was there anything they try to impart? Because we hear that all the time, like teams that have this Eagles team as an example. Yes, you got a bunch of guys that are holdovers from that 2017 championship mm-hmm. team. Is there really anything those guys could explain to you as someone going through it for the first time? Was there anything they had that was helpful, or is that kind of overblown? Do you have to just experience some of it
5: yourself? I think it's 50-50. Some you have to experience on your own, but I think talking to Hines in, in particular, his mindset was try to get as comfortable as fast as you can. Mm. Mm. And, that's, mm. and, that's, and that's hard, you know what I mean? Like what do you mean? Because like, you assume like the first hit is gonna naturally make you comfortable. He goes, try to get comfortable as fast as you can. And that's just like in your pregame warm-up. Like, just try to get, try to make it as normal. Because when you look around the field, you know, I mean, we, I tell this, we were we're coming out to the locker room and NBC, I think it was NBC covering the game, um, the cameras are pressed against the door and we're behind the door. And, you know, we're on our, you know, rah-rah, buku all right. cussing and, you know, saying un- ungodly words. <laughs> um, and then we got so crowded, crunched up against the door because the team is coming. They're holding back for the cameras to get to. So me and Big Chris Kimoala. To my left guard, we're like kind of sandwiched in, and then they open the doors, and the first people we see is not only the camera crew but Courtney Kardashian. <laughs> 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 oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so and so and so we we like yeah yeah we yeah, gonna get up bah, bah, bah. doors open camera crew and Courtney walks by like hey guys and it was just <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> was like, okay. I was like, wait a minute. Uh, but I'm supposed to hit somebody, now, right? It? It, it, it definitely was like a wrench in the whole process, and then they kind of escorted her by, and then we just like and they were like, "All right, Steelers are coming." They was just like, "All right, let's go." And so it was, it was wild, oh, man. man.
3: Oh my, wait, hey, hey, wait a minute. Of the AFC North, if they were the Kardashians, I feel like Courtney may be, <laughs> maybe Pittsburgh. You know, She's maybe the <laughs>
5: But it, this hurt. Just like her, like no, her no fucks levels was amazing. Like, because you know. And we're all linemen. We lead, we walk on the field. Right? Yeah. We're, we're like, we're the, we're the ones that you should be worried about. And so we're like foaming at the mouth, like, talking all this madness. And it was just like, as soon as we saw her, it, it was just like, it went from like, ha, who? Ha, 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 Like, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh my so God. It was awesome, man. God. Oh, man.
0: So you, you know what? You got a good little calm before the storm right there. Yeah. Taking the field. Mm-hmm. You talk about getting normal then. Was there, for you, like, I don't know your normal game process if it was, hey, I got to get through the first third down or I got to get through that first run play where I really get to lean on somebody. Did any of that change with the flash bulbs going off at kickoff and how different the pomp and circumstances is at the start?
5: Mike, it's so much going on. You don't really have time to process it. And on top of that, you really, for me, my biggest thing was like to control my breathing, cause I would just mm. get so jacked up. One time, I, like I, one time, I'm, the first I think it was like the AFC Championship game, it was so electric that I remember the first five plays, I was just out of breath, like I had never played football before, just cause this, my nerves were just like, roo, roo, roo. and we were playing the Baltimore Ravens, so you had to yeah, come yeah, out. Yeah. It was no like ease your way into that yeah. game. It was yeah. just like, yeah. you know, it was yeah. just like a baseball
0: back game. Just yeah. yeah, it was
5: haymakers out the game. So um, I just kept telling myself, just like, breathe. Like, just keep breathing. And if you watch the first five, you see me the whole time like this. <laughs>
0: just hitting like Cat Camel standing up. <laughs> right.
5: And, uh, and so it's, it was an awesome feeling, man. You can't, It was wild. As much as this time of you the know, year comes around, um, even when I go back and watch that game in Tampa against Arizona, I don't remember a lot of it. Mm. Wow. Because it's just, you just kind of just, it's, wow. un, it's a surreal feeling. So I kind of have to go back and watch the game and kind of watch a lot of things to kind of bring back those memories.
3: Okay, but what, yeah, when did you start recollecting things? Because there's, there's a point I imagine when... The game is won. You're like kind of realizing, go oh, shit!" Like yeah. shirts and hats are about to get passed yep. out. Like, is there any point in time where you really start uh, pointing the game?
5: We didn't have that time in the fashion we won. You know, oh, that yeah. was true. San, that last in second. San Antonio yeah. back in Enzo <sighs> Tony Two Toes, and oh, uh, yeah. we didn't have that time. They're like, "Oh, the teachers are coming out." When we scored, we first we didn't know if we got it. They went to the review. We got the touchdown. Defense had to go back out there for the stop, and. At the same time, you got to say prior to that 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 big drive we had, you know, Fitz had took Fitzgerald had took a yard on us, right? And you know he's a he, he, you throw it up in the air, he can go get it, Mm -hmm. and so we were still holding on to each other like this isn't over. And then when Lamar Woodley got the sack fumble, it was just like man the tears. legend
3: of Debo in yeah. that, that, that game Dude, oh. it, was,
5: it was such a, I, I think he's one of the best Super Bowls of all time um, some would agree someone but I, I, I,
0: I remember as someone who watched that game it yeah. had that entertainment value yep. that's for damn sure so it, it's got to be surreal to experience that when you get out here this week when you look at these two teams and the yep. Super Bowl both teams that have been here the core of their team has won Super Bowls already who do you think has the advantage heading into this just right now? Well, I think you got to lean
5: just from an advantage standpoint. You got to lean on Patrick and his guys just because they've been here so many times. This is Jalen Hurst's first Super Bowl. You know, he, like, you know, we talked. To, I was just talking about the nerves and kind of just kind of making it normal. He's going to have to go through that himself within yeah. the game. And a lot of times, you know, there's so much overhype about a quarterback stepping into the huddle and exuding confidence. What he has to now do is not just exude confidence, but you got to make plays. Yeah, mm, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. Like you still got to go to work. So as much right. as you want to keep your mind, you know, down and keep calm and, and kind of take the next play after the next play. you got to produce because you know if Kansas City gets hot, there could be 21-zip on your head in the first quarter. Mm. So you got to be combative in that way. So it's a lot on his plate, but this that offensive line, that run game, they, they're able to do it. And as long as he stays, in uh, Jalen Hurst, that is, if he plays within himself, he'll be fine.
0: Yeah and he's a guy who seems to just naturally exude that kind yep. of calm. It is with the shoulder, the playmaking that might be the question mark for this team here and for both sides that Eagles defensive front. Nasty. I think seems to 70 be the difference of the year.
5: Game. I mean, you talk about depth Hassan Reddick and what he's been able to do this year. You talking about the addition of Sue uh, Hargraves and what he's been able to do. I mean, that line um, I, I, I've watched them enough to know like they're they're tempo setters. You know and they're always going to set the tempo. And, let, and Brandon Graham I played against him. He's a shit talker. He's he's a, he's going to punch <laughs> you in the mouth if he gets a chance. So they they got it. They got the guys to get it done up front.
3: I mean the fact even after that draft, the fact that at this point in time we're not talking about Jordan Davis. Yeah, like yeah. you know like that yeah. just proves like how how depth and how deep they're stronger. We were there opening night. He walked by Mike. Mike, I'm to look at you. <laughs> really, he walked by, yeah. not an inch of fat under that sweatshirt. Like, oh, wow. I, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing.
5: Well, they don't build them like that no more. Mm-hmm. You know, they, mm-hmm. like I forget. I was telling somebody today, my first start was against Trevor Price, right? Trevor Price was 6'8", wow. yeah. three hundred and ten pounds, right? And he he looked like a, a creature. And then my next start was against Sam Adams, right? Oh my so, God! So those <laughs> I, I was going to get beef eaters. I, <laughs> I was getting. I was going to get soul, soul snatchers. They don't make those guys anymore. But he is kind of built from that old school so it's it's interesting but i didn't like my first couple years i was going against guys like big baby sean rogers Vonnie Mm -hmm. holiday uh for christ's sakes you know you you talk about trevor price i was just going against guys who just what they did was beat men
0: up for a living. <laughs> you yeah. know that's what yeah, they I mean, did? Yeah. yeah, that was. I mean, no. that was that was hey, the league yeah, at that point. Exactly. You now it didn't spread out the way it yeah. has now. You still got some ass kickers. Nope. but those were? But but I have to mention
5: Haloti Nada. Haloti, for Christ's like, I mean, sake! I mean, yes, sir. I mean, I mean, I, he's the reason why I tell I don't want my kid to be a baseball player.
0: You know? <laughs> 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 yeah, they don't make a lot of Haloti Nadas that make their way to the diamond. Exactly. Uh, looking at this game, you mentioned Patrick Mahomes, the effect there, the Eagles' D line. Yep. You got to pick for this one? Who you picked?
5: Uh, I'm, I'm going with the um, Eagles, man. Yeah. I, I think the Eagles, I think the fact that they're going to ride an emotional momentum. Um, I think for this team, it's, it's going it, to, defensively, they're going to have to win the grand. If they can Somehow tackle the ankle of Patrick Mahomes and keep him hobbling mm-hmm. around that field. That's going to be the key. But I think it's it's going to go down to the Eagles, and I think the Eagles defense is going to get it done.
0: Damn. All right. It's going to be an exciting one, man. I'm, I'll be watching. I'm leaning the over on this one. I hope we see a ton of points. By the action. way, I don't want to cut you off. I'm proud of
5: you guys, man. This is oh, awesome. Oh, Super- Meteor Row Super Bowl, and look, you got your own stage. You got the whole gauntlet. You got the whole crew, man. You got pops in the wing, man. It's awesome. I was, I was saying, I was like, look at God, man. Yeah,
0: <laughs> won't, won't, won't he do
5: it? it? Won't, won't he do it, it, won't won't he do it, it man? Hey, I'm proud Year of you guys. one, baby. I appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate you, man. man. Been here
0: every step of the way. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir.
2: Thank you. All right, Brandon, time to finish this thing off.
0: This, that, and the third. Three quick stories to take everybody into the weekend with Super Bowl Sunday. First, though, let's get the picks on, Wax. Ooh. You and I, let's just make sure 100% we got it here. Yeah. I am going. We've got the Philadelphia Eagles on DraftKings Sportsbook, minus one and a half, one and a half point favorites going into the weekend. I'm taking Philly, minus one and a half in this game. I'm taking the over at 51 right now. I'm saying we're going to have a ton of points, but at the end of the day, the Eagles' dominance on the line of scrimmage that
3: we've talked about all week wins out on this. Who you got? I like that. Um, I think I'm going to do Chiefs over Eagles 27. Are oh, you going you to give a score? I went 20, 28 24. Is 28 my score. 24. Okay, yeah, 28 24. Uh, I'm going to go Chiefs over Eagles 27 24. All right, there we go. Yep. Picks on the books there. Very
0: excited for this weekend. Brandon, let's get the three stories to finish off the day here. Let's do it. Let's start off with this uh, Miami, co defensive coordinator Charlie Strong. Announced and told ESPN Thursday he's not returning to the Canes in 2023 after being passed over by Kevin Steele for the D coordinator job. He said Mario Cristobal and the program made a decision to go in a different direction. It is time for me to go in a different direction here. That sounds like a proud man who looked at the situation and
3: said, "I don't need to stick around here, knowing it's never going to be me." But a long-historied college football coach that a lot of somebody else would be lucky to get. I'm not sure who needs a defensive coordinator out there, but he's a hell of a recruiter. Looking forward to seeing where he goes next.
0: Charlie Strong. Uh, guy who actually spent time in, uh, at Notre Dame yes. back in the day always told a great story when I was in a coach's meeting with him at USF about getting up early in the morning to jog in those snowy South Bend days and making sure he jogged in the tire marks on the street Ooh. so that he wouldn't slip out there that's a man who understands where his feet are yes, and we'll exactly. do that for another program coming up Brandon let's get to that they're trying it again those rat bastards A future European Super League could include as many as 80 teams. Uh, The chief executive of A22 Sports Management, a company that formed to sponsor and assist in the creation of a breakaway football league, said on Thursday, Brandon, I feel like every couple of years, someone tries their hand at this, tries to usurp what we've got in the Champions League and the Premier League right now, and it almost always fails when the people in the European soccer clubs rise up and the fans remind them that we will light you all on fire if you ruin the thing we love. hey. Something's getting lit on fire. It's it's either what, what was old or what was new. It usually seems to be how it goes with this. I I can't trust one of these to actually follow through. European soccer made a big move with the Premier League many, many moons ago, tried to mimic all the money being made here, but we always see there's sort of a cap on what the fans over there, where it's so entrenched locally in these communities, in the ways that they have operated, they refuse to let it go past a certain point. I doubt we see a change up on this anytime soon, but as always, 80 teams also. Like we heard about this with the NCAA expansion, trying to make Mark Madness go even more. It's just too much. But, Brandon, speaking of too much, let's get to the third. Because with all these NBA trades, you brought up something to me incredible. In the midst of all this wheeling and dealing, John Wall, who recently went on a podcast talking a whole bunch of mess about the Houston Rockets, is now getting ready to go where exactly?
3: Back to the Houston Rockets, Mike. Uh, The Clippers have added Eric Gordon, who was with the Rockets, and John Wall is back. Boots on the ground in Houston. My God.
0: It's ama- And that's why in this day and age where you've got athletes as willing to come out and say things publicly as ever, it is bit worth reminding that you never know where the road is going to go. Yes. And you never know and want to burn a bridge because they may be the ones writing the checks again at some point.
3: That was my problem with the Julian Love talking bad about Nick Seriani. He's like, you could end up with the Eagles one day or oh. wherever Seriani is. Julian Love,
0: future Eagle, seems like the absolute funniest outcome of so many things. <laughs> Root for Jules to get paid one way or another here. Rooting for everybody heading into Super Bowl Sunday this weekend thank you so much for everyone here on the ground with the DraftKings team for rocking with us all week helping us get this show out on the air here it has been a blast we hope everyone enjoys super bowl sunday stay safe and we will talk to you on what should be a national holiday on super bowl monday thanks everybody boom money in the
2: bank